This is the Pleasure Project with Donna Skoglund, episode number four. Today I'm answering a question from one of my clients and she wanted to know what I'm doing to bring more pleasure into my life. And really, you know, every episode is kind of answering that question and maybe less obviously. <laughs> and I know the episodes so far have not really seemed like they are that related to pleasure. And this is what I want to show you how they, they really are. Maybe you're familiar with the quote by Rumi, your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. So pleasure, happiness, joy is your birthright. In yoga, it's said that our true nature is bliss. So if we take that premise... And if pleasure is not something we need to go find and we need to do something to get, it's simply figuring out what are we doing to block ourselves from experiencing our inherent pleasure. So I wanted to start with, instead of thinking about what we need to add, let's look at what we need to subtract. And yoga is, is also really thought about this process of subtraction and taking away kind of the things that get in the way of us experiencing our true nature, experiencing happiness, bliss, joy, pleasure. And I think one of the main ways that we block ourselves from pleasure is when we resist what is. And we can eliminate 50% of our pain and suffering when we simply allow allow the truth of our current experience. So half of our life is going to be, I call it the shitty 50, where we're going to experience circumstances that we, that might be painful, like a loss, we might get sick, we might experience a rejection, we might not get an outcome that we really want, Someone might not respond to us the way that we want. Things happen that we then perceive as negative, as uncomfortable, unpleasant, painful. And that's part of life. And in, Buddha, in Buddhism, it's said that you know, life is, is pain, but suffering is optional. And so, yes, half of life is painful, and that is life. And that is by design. That is supposed to be that way. And that in and of itself doesn't actually have to be a problem. What we do to ourselves is we layer on suffering on top of painful experiences. So we get rejected. We experience that pain of rejection, but then we layer on, well, this must mean that I'm not good enough or I'm not this and that and the other enough. And we create even more suffering for ourselves. Or when there is a circumstance that we don't want, we get sick, we experience a setback, and we then wish it was not happening. And we resist the truth of our reality in that moment. And it's the resistance that's painful. I mean, yes, the, the sickness or the setback or whatever, like the, the painful experience is painful, but then we make it even worse when we layer on, we compound the suffering. So 
I want you to think about doing an audit, like a pleasure blocker audit. And just notice for a day, if you just observed yourself, how are you, whenever you experience some unpleasant or uncomfortable emotion, notice what's happening and notice what you're resisting. Notice if you, there's some way that you are not in full acceptance of the present moment. And when you can fully allow and accept like radical acceptance of the truth of the moment, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's not necessarily what you would have wanted, there is almost this like innate pleasure of simply allowing because when you fully allow something there's you're at peace with it there's no no fighting against it and peace there's there's pleasure in feeling that sense of peace of equanimity of neutrality and it's you're not judging the experience you're not judging yourself you're not wishing it was different you're not layering on shame on top of it. You're not kind of adding on unnecessary suffering. So yes, you will still experience pain in your life. That's life, but you won't make it worse. And one of the constraints that I've given myself on this project is to eliminate the ways that I escape from the, my, my moment to moment experience when it's uncomfortable. And the ways that I do that is I reach for my phone, I open up Facebook, Instagram, my email. If it's kind of outside of work hours, I will consume podcasts, I'll consume courses, I'll just kind of distract myself from the discomfort I'm feeling, whatever it is that I'm feeling, and I'll just try to cover it up with something that feels better in the moment. And maybe for you, it's you, do, you escape to the pantry or the fridge or to the bottle or to the cigarette or the pot or to the store or online or, you know, whatever it is. There's so many ways in our modern life that we can just escape and get these doses of like bursts of short-term pleasure that's created by dopamine and it gives us this like temporary escape and temporary relief from the discomfort of our emotions but it's temporary and the problem is we're not actually resolving the root of what's creating those emotions which is how we're thinking and then how we're you know, whatever meaning we're making of the experience that we're having. So the first few episodes that I've done have really been sharing my experience of painful moments and being willing to allow them, to look at them, to explore them, to be curious about them, to try to understand kind of that default thinking where my brain goes and then to be able to work my way through them to something that I can kind of shift and come to a place where there is more pleasure. And this is something I 
help my clients with. This is something I teach my clients to also do for themselves in a daily practice, which I call the daily mental hygiene practice, which is really like clearing out like what are all the ways that I'm creating unnecessary suffering for myself because of the way that I am thinking about things and perceiving things and the meaning I'm projecting onto the circumstances of my life. So before we add on pleasurable activities, and it's not like I'm starting this project and I'm living the life of leisure or anything, I'm still working the same amount. My life pretty much looks the same, but what's different, what's shifted for me is my intention. And my intention is to be fully present in my life, to live a more mindful, more examined, more self-aware life and to be more in my moment-to-moment experience versus running away, escaping, distracting, avoiding, resisting, which is, you know, it takes focus, it takes attention because in many ways as humans, we're hardwired to do that. We're hardwired to want to run away from uncomfortable feelings. And that's completely normal. And sometimes we do this and we're not even aware that this is what we're doing. But if you know there are ways that you escape, and maybe it is your tendency to overeat or overdrink or overspend, then when you set an intention not to do those things, you will notice what arises and then that is the opportunity to see if you can shift how you deal with those things. Can you allow the truth of your experience fully, 100%? Be present for it. Feel the feelings in your body. Get curious about what's creating them. What are you thinking? And this allows us to really address the root of whatever is creating the dis-ease or the, you know, whatever is blocking the pleasure that is inherent to life, to this, this human life, this gift of human life. So this is a, a lot to chew on, but it's, it's a really powerful teaching and practice that, you know, maybe just for one day, set the intention, like what would it look like to simply fully affirm and allow my, the truth of my moment to moment experience, whether it's positive or whether it feels negative, whether it's comfortable or uncomfortable, open up to it, say yes to it. And then see what happens. What if you weren't, if you didn't, if decided for one day, you were not going to escape. You were not going to resist or avoid or numb the truth of your experience. Because when you do this, there is more pleasure and you don't need to do anything else. You don't need to change anything. You don't need to start adding more hobbies or crafts or outings or adventures. I mean, all that is awesome and great and, you know, do that. But let's start with just eliminating how we're blocking pleasure and do a pleasure blocking audit in your own life. I would love to hear from you. 
So you can head on over to Instagram at Donna Scogland and send me a message. Let me know your takeaways, your thoughts on this idea. Do a pleasure audit and notice how are you blocking yourself from pleasure in your own life? Where are you creating unnecessary suffering? And if you want help, if you want support, if you want coaching to actually take this work deeper, reach out. I am here for you. I'll talk to you tomorrow.